Hello, and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1,607. The topic is nutrition, and the title is, Are Organic Foods Healthier? So one of our members, uh, gym members on our member board, the Q&A board, they wrote, Opinion of Eating All Organic. That's what they wanted to know. My opinions on eating all organic. And they did write all, uh, like underlined. <laughs> so uh, I'll tell you right now, no, you don't need to be all organic. Uh, and it's arguable as to whether you, whether you need to be any organic. So what I wanted to do today was to just talk about the labeling of organic and what what's all in, included within that. And then how does that impact us? in regards to health, and then what my opinion is, since they since they asked, <laughs> which is nice. So thank you for asking. Um, people typically choose organic foods because they believe it to be healthier. So I've worked with over 3,000 people. I do nutritional uh, coaching and all this stuff, tons of experience. And pretty much anytime somebody eats organic, it's because they think it's healthier. Does organic impact like our rate of fat loss or increased muscle mass or increased strength or endurance does it impact our aesthetic or performance goals in any possible way no zero research to show that it's any different uh, whether you eat organic or, or not organic shows a zero difference for fat loss muscle growth uh, increased strength better endurance nothing there's there's no research that proves that not like in um not enough research that it would be considered uh, true, like a truth, as much as anything to be truth in science. But it, there's no research that really provides evidence for that. And then I don't have any client experience, over 3,000 clients, over 20 years of doing this, that we have seen any real, any difference at all, any significant difference that I can point to uh, when there's somebody eats organic or not organic. And I have gone through eating uh, as much organic as I could possibly figure out how to do so like an almost exclusive organic diet i've gone through eating uh like a vegan for i think i did that for like a month it was rough <laughs> uh, i've done a vegetarian diet so i've done a lot because i want to know firsthand how things feel not just the science of it and i never felt any difference whatsoever with organic foods uh compared to non-organic foods so no reason to eat organic or not organic based on aesthetic or performance goals. So then if we look at it, okay, was it just healthier? You know, if someone were to choose organic, are they, or is that going to help them in terms of overall health? Well, one thing to think of is, is what is organic? Like how does something become organic? It, the labeling is regulated by the USDA, so the Department of Agriculture, and they have terms for kind of what qualifies something as organic. And then they're the ones who like kind of control the labeling aspect of something being organic. So if something's labeled organic, if it's labeled 100% organic, and you actually see that on the label, then yes, 100% of it is organic. If you just see organic, that's actually 95% of the ingredients are organic. So if it's just labeled organic, that doesn't mean that 100% of it is. There can be 5% of stuff in there that's non-organic. And then if something is just labeled made with organic, it can actually only be 70% organic. There has to be at least 70%, but it can be as low as 70% organic ingredients. So they don't make this simple. 
so 100% organic means it's 100% organic. If it's just labeled organic, that means it's at least 95% organic. And if it's labeled made with organic, then it's at least 70% organic. So it's good for us to know that. Now, what about the non-organic stuff? Um, that Anything that's in it that is non-organic still has to be on the allowable list from the uh, USDA. So they have a list of substances that don't qualify as organic, but they are approved to be in organic foods as long as they're less than 5% of the total uh, ingredient within the food. I don't know if that made sense. <laughs> I don't think it does in general, but that way you know at least a bit some of the um, labeling. So if it's 100% organic, it actually is. If it's labeled made with organic, it's only 70%. And if it's just labeled organic, it's 95%. So that way we know that it doesn't mean it's uh, all 100%. But of the stuff that's not organic, it's not going to kill you immediately. You know, it's not like it's super harmful. It still has to be on the approved list. Now that we know that, one of the components of something being organic is, is it's not allowed to have synthetic pesticides, which means kind of like man-made pesticides. Sometimes people will say like, oh, you know, that makes it healthier than you're not eating synthetic pesticides, you're going to be eating natural pesticides. So all commercially grown fruits and vegetables are required to have pesticides. They have to use pesticides. So if something's organic, they're going to use an organic pesticide, if something's not organic, they'll use a synthetic pesticide. The downside is some organic pesticides have been shown to have greater adverse effects on humans and on the nature, like the agriculture of where they're grown. Some natural, like organic pesticides, are ridiculously harmful to the, the soil, the land, and the nearby crops. Uh, so... Just because something's like a non-synthetic pesticide, it doesn't actually mean it's like better for the world or better for you. Uh, so even if something's labeled organic, you should still wash it. Uh, you should always wash fruits and vegetables because by the time you got them, God knows who's touched them and where they've been, you know. Uh, so you should always wash, wash fruits and vegetables. And most pesticides are washed off uh, whenever you wash them. <laughs> so they're either washed when they're picked and collected, or you should wash them when you get them home. But most pesticides are not going to be a major issue, whether they're synthetic or natural. But it is good to know that like, or even organic pesticides can have really negative, uh, harmful effects to uh, agriculture. Some of the synthetic pesticides are actually made not to do that. <laughs> so people kind of villainize pesticide, like synthetic pesticides, but they're actually uh, some are healthier than organic pesticides, and it just there's a lot of complication behind uh, agricultural production because we consume so many components like uh, soybeans and corn and stuff. We consume so much of it that the that the U.S. agriculture has to has to make so much. That if you narrow down the amount of, like, the type of pesticide, you can actually get a really high percentage of that pesticide in the environment. So there's argument over the the need for there to be more variety of pesticides, so that way we don't have such a high concentration of certain elements and ingredients. So just because something isn't a synthetic pesticide and it's a natural pesticide doesn't mean it's, like, inherently much better. So just good to know.
And then for something to be labeled organic, it has to have no GMOs, which is a genetic, genetically modified organism. Now, some, uh, some products, some fruits and vegetables are genetically modified for pest control. An example of this is um, uh, there was, uh, I actually read about a study from papayas, papayas from Hawaii, and they had a disease, I forget what the heck it was, I think it was like ringworm or ring something. <laughs> there was some kind of issue with papaya and it was dying in Hawaii. Uh, so they figured out how to genetically modify the papaya to where there's a gene in it that when a pest eats the papaya, it destroys their digestive tract and it actually kills the pest. So they are actually able, and this is true of other things too, um, like other products, and they found that if they genetically modify the fruit or vegetable itself, they can create a, a protein element within the fruit or vegetable that kills the pests that eat it. And what the benefit is, is then they get a greater yield of product. That's pretty much why a lot of GMOs are, are used, is if they're going to grow, you know, X tonnage of corn, they want to be able to get as much tonnage of that corn that's usable. So whatever the product is, we, like our, our, I think our two most consumed, uh, well, the most GMO produced items are soybean and corn, and they're actually mostly used to feed livestock. That's why sometimes like certain meats or certain animal products can't be labeled organic because they were fed with GMO corn or GMO soybeans. So that like it might seem odd like how can a cow be not organic <laughs> but if a cow eats a genetically modified feed then they have to be like labeled as a gmo so the, you can't use the cow meat and, and call it organic if they ate uh, like gmo uh, feed so that's just kind of fun little stuff to know but essentially what happened is is they'll genetically modify the fruit or vegetable to kill the pest without needing pesticide. So in the case, I think it was the, I think it was the Hawaiian papaya case. I don't know. I think it was that, maybe another one, but they were able to reduce pesticide by, I think it was like 80% or something like that. It was almost, almost entirely. They still needed some pesticide, but it was almost like a complete reduction. So you went from 100% of pesticide down to only needing 20% of that pesticide. And that's much healthier for the agriculture, like the ground uh, in the growth area, and then also the water runoff to, you know, any nearby communities. So, and any, like, animals that are living in that area. So they've actually found that genetically modifying certain foods is actually incredibly healthier for the ground, for livestock, for communities that live nearby, people then say, well, you know, if, if a, a pest eats it and dies, you know, if it kills their digestive tract, what's it going to do to us? Um, well, the, the GMOs are made specific to the digestive tract of the insect that goes like that eats that, that product and the dose like the amount that would kill the insect, you would have to eat like seven tons of corn <laughs> for that to be a problem for you. So 
the dosing is so insignificant for a human compared to the pest that it's no problem for humans. And it's made specific to the digestive tract of the insect that eats that item, like whatever the thing is that they're genetically modifying. So there hasn't been like really you know, overwhelming studies that have shown that GMOs actually cause negative impact to humans. Now, can you find, you know, some study out there that says it? Sure. You know, you can find a study that says creatine doesn't work, and it's one of the most well-accepted things in the world that work <laughs> in terms of, like, supplements and whatnot. So you can find what you want to find. Whatever you want to look for, you can find it. But if you look at, you know, say, 20, 30, 40 research um, articles and research experiments done with GMOs, the majority are going to say that it, they have very little to no like negative impact on humans and that there's a lot of actually positive impact on cultural environment and the animals and environment and humans that live around those uh, uh, agricultural production areas. I think I went through all that okay. <laughs> so I was trying to do that um, in a succinct way. I don't know if I did. But when something's labeled organic, it, it it's at least, if it's just basically labeled organic, like we said, it's at least 95% organic ingredients. The 5% that isn't still has to be approved by the uh, USDA. They don't use synthetic pesticides, and there's no GMOs used in the product. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's actually really any healthier. And it would be arguable as to whether products grown organically versus non-organically are actually any healthier for the world. So I personally don't give a recommendation to my clients to eat organic. If they do, good for you. If you don't, good for you. <laughs> I, I don't really say anything because it doesn't have any impact on our aesthetic or performance outcomes and there's no research showing that it has an impact on health so there's really no need for me to say whether somebody does or doesn't do it because it has no impact on on what we want <laughs> so if it doesn't impact their aesthetics it doesn't impact their performance if it doesn't impact their health what do i care you know, that's like if I tell you to eat, you know, brown rice versus oatmeal. What do I care? I don't if you, if you I hate brown rice and I actually hate oatmeal. So that's <laughs> a bad decision. If I decide between both of them, I'll decide neither. But if I have a client, for example, you know, I just started working with a client in Hawaii and he's like, you know, dude, I hate fish. Don't make me eat fish. And I'm like, I won't make you eat fish. I don't care if you eat fish. You know, I, I want you to get some protein in. And if you're not going to eat any fish, we might want to look at, you know, getting some uh, fish oil or omega-3, you know, supplements. There might be some things we would modify, you know, based on that food decision. But if you don't want to eat fish, don't eat fish. I don't give a crap. You know, it doesn't change anything about our goals. There's no reason why you have to eat fish. Just like bodybuilders. There's no reason why you have to eat oatmeal if you hate oatmeal oatmeal don't eat oatmeal you know if you don't like chicken don't eat chicken nobody says you have to eat chicken nobody says you have to eat oatmeal well people say it but they shouldn't there's absolutely no no reason why they would say that um other than just antiquated knowledge or they miss knowledge how about that uh so my opinion of eating all organic is do what you want to do if if eating organic foods makes you feel better go for it if you don't care, don't do it. I don't really have, I don't have an opinion because I don't feel that it has any impact on what I need from the food. If I need the food to provide calories and energy, you know, 
great or whether it's organic or not doesn't matter if i need to provide protein for the people i work with it doesn't matter <laughs> so whether it's organic or not so it really has no impact on what i do with my clients therefore i have no opinion on it uh, i guess my opinion of not having an opinion is an opinion <laughs> so if you want to eat organic go for it if you don't don't if you disagree with me you're certainly welcome to you know like just because I think something doesn't mean everybody else has to think something. Just because you think something doesn't mean I have to think something. <laughs> so I don't want somebody telling me what to think, so I'm not going to tell other people what to think. But in regards to how it will impact your aesthetic or your performance, there's no research to say that it will. In regards to how it affects your, uh, how it affects your health, uh, there's no research that says it will. There you go. Okay, so thank you for the member who wrote that uh, question down. And if anybody ever has any questions, if you're a member of our gym, use the Q&A board we have. If you're not a member of the gym, just shoot me an email at brutalirongym at gmail.com. I'll be happy to answer whatever you want. Uh, when people send me emails, I try to answer within 14 days. So if you do send me something, give me 14 days to get back to you. But I promise I'll get back to you. I've, I've, I have not missed an email yet that I'm aware of. <laughs> so I really appreciate everybody reaching out. I appreciate the support. And I love hearing feedback, you know, whether... You know, it's a suggestion for a future podcast topic or you just tell me, you know, hey, I've been doing this and this and it's been working really well. Thank you for the podcast. That's super motivational. I do this thing every single day for 1,607 days. So I really appreciate the motivation. I appreciate the support. Uh, and I hope you always feel supported by me and by the podcast. Okay. Well, now if you reach out, I'm always here. Always happy to help. Brutalirongym at gmail.com. If you like our podcast, please share it. When you share it, let people know that we answer questions for free so that way they can send in anything they want and get an answer totally for free. Thank you to those who donate to support the podcast so we can actually keep this going. There is a high yearly cost for hosting and whatnot, so I appreciate for the donations go somewhat towards that, which really helps reduce that for me. I really do appreciate the donations. They make a huge difference. If you want to donate, you can do that on our website, www.brutalirongym.com. And then if you like the information we share in our podcast, I do show other stuff on our social media channels. Instagram, post every single day. YouTube, kind of. <laughs> so find us and follow us under the name Brutal Iron Gym. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.